Welcome to the Twinsler Podcast. I'm Katie Winsler. And I'm Courtney Legall, previously Winsler. We are the Winsler Twins, so people affectionately call us the Twinslers. Today, we are talking a little bit of catch-up after a bit of a hiatus, figuring out why Courtney is going to be having the best Mother's Day ever, talking about a Mike Tyson plane punch, a little bit of Coachella action, who from the lineup might be engaged, and then we are going to be rounding it out with a little bit of text etiquette and our spot of the week. All right. It's been a minute. I feel like that's how I start every podcast now because it's been a minute. It has been are back hello we are now recording on thursdays and releasing on fridays so hopefully that will break up some of the bi-weekly recordings because sunday is getting to be progressively more difficult to record on so hopefully this is a nice little fix a little thursday lunchtime recording exactly i think i like it better during the week too because sunday is a day of rest and it was feeling a little daunting having to Record a podcast as much as I love it. Um, just it's nicer to be able to carve out the time during the week. Absolutely. So here we are. Um, it's it has been a while. Like I said, Katie, what it, what's been going on with you in this time period? <laughs> How long has it been? Is it like two, three weeks? Maybe two I think weeks? it's been two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So the reason I guess I didn't we didn't record two weeks ago was because I ended up going to San Francisco for one of Grant's friends uh, 30th birthday party so that was super fun um but before we went there we so we were flying out like Thursday at 9 p.m after work and we only live I mean 10 minutes from the airport if that maybe so five yeah. yeah so it was like an hour out before the flight we were about to call an uber and we got a notification that our flight was canceled not like pushed out or anything. It was just like your flight's canceled and an hour before. And uh, now we're going to put you on a different flight that gets in tomorrow night. And we're just like, Jeez. we have a whole weekend full of plans. Yeah, like we were going to go to a dinner and we were going to go out to the bars and stuff as part of like this whole weekend. So we're like, well, that's not going to happen. I yeah, just couldn't believe tra- that when you're traveling for two days and they cancel one of them, that's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. I just couldn't believe that they were able to do it like an hour before we did it um but luckily grant found another flight that flew into oakland and then we just got an uber from there which was like 30 minutes so it was okay but uh it was very frustrating for a moment there we were literally like all right we're gonna get in the car and just drive all night or is there a train we can hop on like we were ready to go yeah i mean the drive wouldn't have been that fun but it's only like seven hours eight hours so it's manageable yeah but luckily we didn't have to do that. I've heard a lot of flights have been getting canceled lately. I know. Yeah, you know, you know what I learned recently is that Southwest is least likely to cancel because other airlines like Delta and America and everything, they have different size aircrafts. So they the pilots have to have specific licenses to fly the different planes. So if something mm-hmm. goes wrong with one and a pilot like calls out, then they have to have a specific pilot backfill and it kind of messes with the whole schedule. But Southwest, they're all the same size airplane. So they're pretty interchangeable. So Southwest is your least likely to cancel and they don't do cancel fees. And well, I know you hate Southwest because of the, the seats and I'm, I'm starting to fall into that category as well. Okay. Well, one, first off, Southwest is the airline we were going on that canceled on us. So okay. <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> um, but yes, Southwest gives me anxiety because you, you got to fly Alaska. Okay. Alaska, you get to choose your seat. So I whoever put mine. the cheese plate on the menu <laughs> for Alaska has gotten so much money out of you because you say it's all these reasons, but the like the reason is because you love the Alaska cheese plate. It's so good. Okay. If you're on a flight over two hours, just book Alaska and get that cheese plate and you're gonna understand why. Okay. But Alaska is a stand-up um airline as well. <laughs> I told you one time I was in the plane for a business trip and it was uh, Orlando to San Diego direct flight. Uh-huh. I was th- literally the back seat corner, like as far back as you could get. The guy next to me orders two mm-hmm. cheese plates. He's a large man. And then I go to order a cheese plate and she said, I'm so sorry. That was the last cheese plate. That's so upsetting. <laughs> I could not believe it. But you know what the play is now 
is 24 hours before you can reserve the cheese plate. Mm. You pay for it online. And then when they come around with the food, you're not even waiting. They're bringing that thing straight to your seat. You get your food before everybody else. You lock in the cheese plate. It's already purchased. You're good to go. Okay. There you go. Travel hacks with Kate. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anyways, that weekend, super fun. We ended up on a party bus, which that was my first party bus. I say bus, um, but I, it made me think of a time back in college where we went to a fraternity function and they, we, it was to, what was the little town we were going to? It was a Beauville run. Beauville. So Beauville so, is like, what? Is that the, is that the town? Yeah. Okay. The town is Beauville. So it's this tiny little town outside of Moscow where we went to school and, um, I don't know how many people do you think live in Beauville? 200? <laughs> yeah, that's probably generous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have like a couple bars. So it was always an event where you do a Beauville run where you go out there and you go to like the three bars or whatever and then come back. And so we were going to the um fraternity. And these are like the ultimate dive bars. These are like you yes. pull up, it's basically someone's house and they open like <laughs> the door to the back shed and like plug in the karaoke <laughs> machine. Exactly. And um yeah, we show up to the fraternity and our buddy Ben Chile, he was like, okay, uh, I've got all the freshmen on the lower fields. They're ready to go. They're going to be our DDs tonight. So there were like supposed to be a bunch of cars. And then we go down there and this huge U-Haul pulled up. <laughs> and we're like, what's going on? And Ben was like, did you really think I was just going to let us all go in separate cars? <laughs> so <laughs> we literally packed, I don't know, 50 kids that's probably fair maybe 30 less but yeah 30 yeah 30 kids really in the back of a u-haul van there are no mirrors this or not mirrors windows Windows. there's no ventilation these are like college kids who have been having beverages locked in a u-haul driving to a tiny town (laughs) and it was cold it wasn't like a hot and steamy thing like it was during the cold season so we're all wearing sweaters and pants and boots and stuff yeah and like we just pull up to the town and they like start blasting rock music and then I just every time ramp would go down slow (laughs) back in black (laughs) and then the door just goes up slowly and we're all in there like yeah Oh, these are reasons why I'm scared to have kids. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We did. We it built character. Um, But yeah, from there came my absolute favorite picture I have of you. Um, There was like a plastic table in the back of the U-Haul that they were playing beer pong on as we were going, and somehow you ended up popping up there. (laughs) And it wasn't table surfing. I was gonna say it wasn't like a table dance you were literally like surfing and you're just like pointing and just having the best time of your life I had a great trip yeah (laughs) I'm gonna have to I'll share that picture on uh Instagram Uh, yeah yeah and then I guess sorry so much about my last two weeks it's just we were gone so long um last weekend we had some friends come to town and we went to Padres game so it was opening uh day at the park on Thursday and so we ended up on Friday evening afternoon going out there uh and they played the Braves it was so good to be back I miss it is it was it still um I know that with COVID like you could just order food at your chair and like go pick it up did they keep that no yeah so you have to well actually I take that back because we went and waited in line for food at different places and drinks but then when we sat back down there was somebody bringing like just drinks to seats Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like you could order food and reserve it yeah Um, it's so expensive oh I know we bought two drinks at one place beers like in a can or cocktails no it was cocktails okay that's like 40 bucks it was like 60 bucks oh wow I was just looking at Grant like ha ha what yeah. it was crazy even like those little cut water cans I feel like they charge you like 12 bucks for that thing that's I know I can get a, a six pack my play with those things is always to get something like in a can or a wine like something that I know the alcohol content because yeah. cocktails can vary so much that like you could spend 25 bucks and not feel a buzz but you know if you would have like got 
a tall June shine, you would have been good. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I always do. Yeah, that is a good play. They're usually a little more affordable too. For sure. But yeah, and then Sunday, it was Easter. So I had you guys over, well, you, Grant lives here. Um, and made brunch in moose made you guys brunch and then we were just hanging around on the couch and we were like why don't we just run it back and go to another Padres game so such a fun day we just got these seats that were not like low well maybe they were lower level but like in the back um but they were like more affordable and just sat and watched a game in the middle of the day on a Sunday it's just so fun I feel like most seats at Padres Stadium are pretty affordable yeah, Padres Stadium, Petco if you Park. haven't, yeah, Petco Park. Well, just, I mean, let's just call it our spot of the week. I just changed it on the thing. <laughs> All right. If you have not been to Petco Park, it's, I mean, I haven't been to like a million ballparks by any means, but I would say it's probably my favorite park I've been to. Yeah, it's up there next to. Yeah, you um, have candlestick. I like AT&T, AT&T a lot. Yeah. But that's because like the, the water is around there, which the water is not far from the Padres either you just can't get like a splash hit but mm-hmm. yeah it's a beautiful beautiful park it's clean it's newer it's like no bad seats in the house I love it's like it right I think right in downtown mm-hmm. but Easy. not it doesn't feel like sketchy it it feels nice yes yeah it's easy to access too you could like just park at old town hop on the trolley and it'll let you off right by the stadium mm-hmm. which is nice yeah, if you it, don't want to park nearby as I say, or you could park in a neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. like ours up in Bankers Hill. We just get on the scooters. It's yeah. Like a three minute scooter over there. Super easy. Highly recommend. That's our spot of the week is Petco Park. Check it out if you haven't. Yes. Um, how was your time? Well, I did a lot, but I'm just going to highlight one thing because it was kind of huge. Just and um, yeah, kind of huge, kind of huge. I So are you allowed to talk about it? <laughs> maybe I won't say specifically what you got what I got yeah I would yeah. just yeah I think yeah. you can say that you did it but I don't think yeah. you could give specifics good call <laughs> <laughs> we're so young we don't want to get sued <laughs> I know <laughs> um yeah so like three weeks ago or something I was just I, I had an advertisement on my Instagram or something and it was like Ellen's Mother's Day show is coming and I was like well you know, you don't get it if you don't apply. So I just like randomly applied. And the application process was just like first name, last name, age, where you live, what trimester you're in, and then like a paragraph to like tell a story. And um, then it was like a picture of you. So uh, I think a lot of people are under the impression that you have to have like this really sad story to like mm-hmm. for, for them to pick you because they're like, oh, well, we want all the people that like really, really need all this stuff. But yeah. uh, I definitely didn't do that because fortunately I feel pretty lucky. But uh, I just said like, hey, you know, I've appreciated the show all these years, blah, blah, blah. Kept it light. Um, picture of me with my baby bump. So fast forward to, I think it was like 10 p.m., like a week later, uh, Moose was like shaking his ears next to the bed. And I was like, dude, so I look over at him, get him situated. And then I look at my phone and I just got an email from the Ellen team. And it was like, first come, first serve, respond to this email with a survey and um, you'll get a guaranteed ticket to the Mother's Day show. So if he wouldn't have been there, I don't know if I would have got it. So kudos to Moose. But like, that's amazing. (laughs) I roll over, I poke Kyle and I'm like, hey, uh, I just got tickets to the the Ellen Mother's Day show. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, I think you also need to share how many other Ellen giveaway shows you've been to. I, mean, I have, it's I have been fortunate enough to go to 12 days before. Yeah. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, and I know how exciting the giveaway shows are. So huge deal. Um, but like, so I think that I got picked because I'm in my third trimester. I live within two hours of the studio and mm-hmm. I'm fully vaccinated and I'm mm-hmm. a first time mom. Like, yeah. Those are those are qualifications that it really narrows down the field because you had to yeah. be fully vaccinated to go. So they responded and they gave me guaranteed tickets and we filmed like last Wednesday. Uh-huh. And you historically, the dads used to get to go too. And I'd like sit in the waiting room. Uh, with COVID, the dads technically didn't get to go, but 
Kyle was very, very supportive and he drove up to LA with me, which was amazing. And we get there. Should I just like talk through like the whole experience? Is it? Yeah. I mean, okay. I think a lot of people are probably curious how this works. So we get there and they said that the check-in is uh, by 1230. But we, like I said, we have been to, we have been very, very, very fortunate and we have gone to 12 <laughs> days before. So we knew that like your position in the parking garage is everything. Because if you're like a back car, then you are waiting for every single person ahead of you out of the studio to get their car like loaded up with the good, with the giveaways. So we knew we wanted to get there early because we wanted a good parking spot. You wanted to get somewhere early? (laughs) What? What? So I think we got there at like nine or 9.30 and we got a great spot in the parking garage. And we were like, okay, well, this is where we're going to be camped out. So then we went and we got breakfast at a diner nearby, came back and then Kyle (laughs) waited in the car. This was like 11 o'clock. He just started waiting in the car, like watching TV, hanging out. I had to go down and I had to get um, a COVID test. And then we had to wait in the parking garage for like an hour, hour and a half for the results to come in for everybody, which was fine. But like, it was a bunch of pregnant hour though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you kept asking me if I was excited. And I yeah. was like, yeah, but it doesn't feel real until you get like that you pass the COVID test because I had no symptoms or anything, but you know, you could be asymptomatic and you could fail. And then at that point they, they send you home. So like, it Did wasn't you see anybody weird. get turned away. The girl in front of me got like escorted away, but I don't know if she just like, wasn't feeling good because of pregnancy or if uh, it was COVID related, uh, but she, okay. she got like escorted away by a producer. So maybe, Oops. maybe yeah. not. And then you have to go in and you have to go uh, show your, vaccination you have to do your um security like you're not carrying anything metal or anything and then we're all just like sitting there and a bunch of people were taking off their masks and they said you can only take off your mask once you get like approval that your test was negative and I hadn't mm-hmm. heard anything from anybody so I like the only person sitting there with a mask on I'm not getting kicked out of here <laughs> <laughs> but uh eventually a lady came over and was like all right you all passed we're gonna lead you into the studio so they let us into the studio and then she's got like her studio where she records and then she has a roof rack room, which is basically like the holding area. It's got a shop in it. It's got some seats. It's air conditioned. It's Ellen themed and everything. And since it was Mother's Day, they knew that we would all be hungry and thirsty. So they uh, they had a snack buffet out. Yeah, that snack bar was clutch. <laughs> yeah. And you could just grab any snacks you wanted. Uh, water they had like the bathroom both bathrooms open the whole time so we all got pretty comfortable and normally when you go into the actual studio if you have to go to the bathroom during an Ellen taping you have to raise your hand and a producer or like a stage person whatever comes up and they lead you to the bathroom and then you have to wait for like a segment to be over and mm-hmm. once you do that um, then they'll lead you back to your seat so you're going to miss part of the show but for yeah. this one they were like look we know you guys are all very pregnant so Anytime during the show, anything's happening, you can get up, you can go to the bathroom and you can come back. You can eat snacks, you can drink water, like you can do whatever you want. So we had kind of free reign, which was really, really nice and necessary. So I was seated in the second row in the middle. And I believe this is going to air the Friday before Mother's Day or because Mother's Day is a Sunday. So the Friday before Mother's Day, possibly. Am I allowed to talk about the guests? I don't think you can. I don't think you can share that stuff. Can you? I don't know. You have more experience with that <laughs> than me. I, I'm going to keep it. Uh, I wouldn't. Some. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. if you're if you listening, but uh, really, really, really good guests. And I would totally tune in because I was in awe of all the guests that, that were there. Um, we did <laughs> got some really good giveaways. Again, it's hard not to talk about it because I really want to talk about it. Um, yeah. You can talk about it uh, in two weeks, three weeks. Talk about it in two weeks. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you guys the rundown of kind of what we got. Yeah. But it was really cool to be in the studio one last time uh, just to see. I You know, I've been a big fan of the show all yeah. 15 years started. that I've been watching. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was just a really cool way to like say goodbye. Best Mother's Day I've ever had. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and yeah when when it was all said and done I went out to the parking lot and Kyle, sweet Kyle was waiting there for me he had been in That's the car crazy. For like, I mean he went for a walk but he'd been there for like four hours waiting for me I 100% would back. be like 
all right, we're going to have to be back here. And then I would have gone in Uber and gone and explored somewhere. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, that was the hard part was that I was like, look, we can't move the car because the location is prime. And it ended up being great. Like we were like the fourth people out of the lot. So it was pretty clutch, but he is just a very, very sweet baby daddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Kind of what's been going on with me again. uh, Fill you in with some details as we get going, but yeah, it was a very exciting time. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I'm feeling, and I'm excited that you got to good. take care of. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel very, 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 very lucky and fortunate that I got to be part of that. Yeah, you're feeling a little more prepared for baby arrival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helped a lot for sure, yeah. for yeah. sure. So cool. All right. Well, um, should we get into some some pod topics? Some yeah, pod let's top- get into topics. Let's not call them that though. Okay. Okay. We won't. <laughs> I don't know if you just saw this because this came out like within the last couple hours, but Mike Tyson punched a guy on a plane. You They're see not, it? No, I haven't heard this. What happened? It looks like they're in kind of the first class cabins because they their seats have walls and he was mm-hmm. sitting in front of this guy. And I guess it started out kind of cordial. The guy was stupid drunk, but like he's like, yeah, it's Mike Tyson. And they took a picture together and everything. And thought that was the end of it but the guy just kept heckling him and being annoying and like loud and just would not leave Mike Tyson alone and just he's sitting behind him and just will not leave Mike Tyson he's popping his head up over the thing keeps talking to him and everything and eventually Mike turns around and starts whopping on him punching Uh, on him did he he do some damage the guy's face was pretty bloody oh which it sucks so bad because like, I mean, Mike is a fighter. That's how he's gonna, he, that's, you know, how he's going to retaliate. Yeah. I don't know why the staff didn't step in or anything like that, because that seems like a good in-between, because now Mike's probably going to face a lot of legal assault repercussions, <laughs> assault charges. It's going to cost them money and all this stuff. And yeah, I like, I feel bad for Mike in this situation because He's just trying to have a plane ride and this guy will not leave him alone. Yeah. And that's just not fair. I can't imagine what that's like in your life to have somebody just heckle you and break you. It's hard too, because Mike Tyson literally made his living from punching people. And so, yeah. you know, he's good at it. So, you know, as soon as he makes contact, it's going to, it's going to have a big impact. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. So. That's that's my latest sports news. <laughs> did you find a picture of it? I did. This guy looks like a twerp. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a twerp. A drunken yeah. twerp. Yeah, so. exactly what he looks like. He has a stupid frown on his face with like his, as he's walking out. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine if he was blacked out and like waking up the next day? I mean, like, why does my eye hurt? And your friend's just being like, Mike Tyson punched you. Yeah. <laughs> no, we didn't. It seems very much like the hangover. Yeah, for sure. All right. Into some uh puck. What are you looking at? There there's a guy outside the window. Um, and he's like, I don't know, he doesn't have shoes on and he's just like walking around all weird. Oh, classic city stuff. Yeah. He's enjoying the sunshine. <laughs> um <laughs> And yeah, into pop culture. So um, the new Kardashian show has premiered. Have you seen any of the episodes? I watched both episodes. Okay. I like it. I think it's got a new energy to it. I think mm-hmm. that it's less like manufactured because they do break the fourth wall a lot. And it's like they talk to the producers. You ju- I just feel like it's a real, actual, real look into their lives. Yeah. I, and I, I, Oh, sorry. No, I was, and the cinematography is upgraded to it's gorgeous one second you no hey not yours there's a freaking there's a phoebe bird that built her nest up there (laughs) and she can't defend herself and this dove keeps coming and like trying to get at her babies so the dove sits there and i scare the dove away and then the phoebe like flies back into the nest i think you should keep this in the in the (laughs) box well you not yours (laughs) the dove is now just like sitting on the fence like i'm coming back anyway i thought you i thought you were scolding moose 
Uh, but I was like, wait, she's in her bedroom right now on the second, <laughs> second floor. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm, I'm on Dove Patrol. The Phoebe mm-hmm. appreciates it. She nice. just, she's in her nest now. Nice okay. Anyway, so what are your thoughts on the Kardashians? <laughs> I agree. I think it's like, I think the last season or couple seasons were kind of had a lot of Kanye's hand in them. I think it was like mm-hmm. a lot more, let's be like this certain vibe and like, let's, represent ourselves this certain way and um, yeah it just it doesn't it seems a little more like hard in a way um now it has much more of a feminine energy is what I feel when I see this show now and yeah it's like you said it feels like it's refreshed um I still like watching them I'm not gonna lie I think they're they're an entertaining awesome family I don't care if people are like no the Kardashians like yeah, I just I think like, they're getting, like they're them. getting cooler because they're getting more comfortable in their fame and who yeah. they are and everything. And so it's kind of it, they're they're fun to watch. It's cool to see these people go through all these act, like all of these different things and their sisters and to see the sisterhood bond because obviously you me and Kels very similar. We're just three sisters trying to make it through life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I liked it and I would recommend if you've never been exposed to the Kardashians or you've always been kind of like you know that's not my vibe maybe check out an episode or two maybe I don't know yeah I feel like maybe it's more entertaining because we have a lot of the background from them so you've seen kind of like where they've gone from where to there but it could be interesting coming into it like if you watched Kim on Saturday Night Live it's kind of like a behind the scenes doc of it which is nice you to see like how she made her monologue what the process is like and all that so I think it's worth a a watch if you you know anything about Kardashians just to get some of the background yeah yeah it's a good watch I'm excited to watch the proposal next week yeah that'll be Travis and Courtney's proposal yeah it's gonna be cute I think it'll be good for sure yeah I want to see can meet Pete or like interact with Pete on SNL if he's I don't know if he's part of any of it but that would be fun to watch because it's the, their yeah. origin story yeah I agree oh sorry I need coffee um all right moving on have I know uh she just cheers the the camera with her coffee anyway um the ultimatum I know you watched it and your thoughts it was a waste of my life an absolute waste of my life Kyle was gone for a bachelor party so I needed something like kind of trashy to binge so in in that sense it fit the need perfectly I hated it we should explain the premise of the show yeah please go ahead so basically it's couples that are at a point in their uh, relationship where somebody wants to issue an ultimatum of marry me or we're going to break up, which if you're going on a show with that in mind, you, you just, you shouldn't be together. But a lot of these people have been dating for like, I think the longest was two and a half years. And these, these are young people. I was going to say they're pretty young, like sub 25. Yeah. Yeah. You got 23 to 25 year olds, I think is yeah. kind of the range. Um, but a lot of their issues range from, you know, the guy being like, I want to be financially stable before we get married to someone saying one person saying, I really want kids. And the other person saying, I really don't want kids. <laughs> and it's a pretty so hard they, line. Yeah. So they issue this ultimatum and basically what happens is they all meet each other and then they date pe- the other like couple, well, not couples, other like opposite sex of the other couples, right? So Yeah, so they all show up at like a resort. And then at that point, they're all like, okay, we're now single. Single, yeah. And then and, uh, they have like three days of singlehood where they get to meet mm-hmm. everybody else, talk to everybody else. And then they have a dinner where they all sit down and they choose a new partner that's not their current romantic partner. Yes. And then they will live with that person for four weeks. I think it was four weeks in a trial marriage is what they called it. So they're encouraged (laughs) to do everything that a husband and wife would do. Yeah. And then um, after that trial marriage is up, they go back with their partner for four weeks. And then after that, they decide, 
hey, are we going to stay together or like, are we going to get married or break it off? So you hated it. I hated it. It was just like pretty boring. One, Mm -hmm. like not a lot happened. And it just like, like they say at the end, you could end up with your partner or you could end up marrying the other person you see. So I was kind of like, oh my gosh, is somebody going to like meet somebody and get married after four weeks? But like none of that panned out. So it was kind of like, like all you did was like make out with somebody else. And then I watched you date your boyfriend. (laughs) Pretty boring. (laughs) What did you think? Um, I agree. I didn't like it. I wouldn't tell anybody to ever watch this show, but there were definitely moments in it where I was just kind of like, what? Um, I think the couple who were talking about one wanted kids, one didn't want kids, like when it came to time for everybody to pair up, (laughs) the guy wasn't going to be chosen by anybody. And he was trying to like desperately tell this one girl, like, I'm going to choose you. I'm going to choose you. A girl who wasn't the girl he came with. And she's sitting there like, what, what? And then literally two minutes later, he stands up and he's like, I don't need kids if I have you, like you're everything I need and goes over and just proposes to this chick. After another guy had proposed to his girlfriend and saying like, I don't need this ultimatum kind of thing. Like, I know I want to marry you now. And then this guy like comes up a couple of minutes later, (laughs) does the same thing. And everybody's just sitting there going, what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So immediately four people are out of the experiment. <laughs> yeah. It's it, that, that part I was kind of like, okay. And also that's a very, very fundamental issue that you're not just going <laughs> to fix after a dinner. Well, yeah. Um, and then it shows them in their hotel room talking afterwards. And she's like, I can't walk down the altar if you want kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like at the reunion show, she's like, yeah, we compromised and decided we're going to start with one kid. <laughs> like, okay good luck with that um so that I thought was funny and then one thing I thought was annoying if they do this show again which I think they probably will I think it got enough traction that they'll probably try it um they missed so much footage and I don't know if this was like a budget thing or they just weren't prepared for it but so much of what actually was talked about and issues that happened like uh, a guy going to a like they weren't stuck in the house with these people they went and lived their normal lives so yeah. like a guy going out to a bar and getting another girl's number and like making out with her and talking to her for the whole experience that this girl wasn't even a part of the experience and then that creates this huge fight within his actual relationship it's just like but we, we don't know who to believe because we didn't see any of it yeah, he was just like, yeah, one night I went out to the bar and I met this girl and I told her I was having these relationship issues. But it's like, we can't see any of that. We have no idea what's happening. And there yeah. were so many gaps and so many weird things. Like there was one couple, I am so, so bad at names, but the guy who wore the cowboy hat all the time. Yeah. Colby. That guy, Colby and April. Like they were just friends the whole entire time. And then all of a sudden the last night they just go at it and start kissing and making out. And then it just is never discussed ever again. You're like, what? I don't know. There were so many gaps and so many weird things that I think they're going to really have to try to improve. But yeah, you know what I was surprised that I liked was Nick Lachey and um, what's his wife? Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa Lachey. I thought they did a great job of hosting the show because Vanessa will like straight up say, you know, Nick, was in a really public relationship and I had Mm -hmm. to get over everybody being like oh you're the other girl you're the other woman and I was just like hearing her actual truthful side so casually and like unscripted and not like on a on an interview or anything just hearing her talk about it normally was really Mm -hmm. I thought a a good insight that probably the most intriguing part of the show for me (laughs) I agree and then her even being like yeah we broke up and we dated other people to figure things out just hearing that that side which I think that is why these shows are happening is it's I think it's those two that are like coming up with the concept I know they came up with Uh love is blind and I think they came up with this ultimatum so I'm sure that those two do a pretty good job well I think she does a really good job at like selling these concepts and just having that real angle yeah he's he's a little vanilla which is there yeah she's really she's an entertaining host I think she used to be like a host for E or something didn't she I, yeah I think that's how she became famous I don't know if it's E or MTV or yeah Google that. I'm gonna look that up 
Yeah, look it up because I I think she does a great job. I think she's very personable and connects with the contestants really well. Yeah, I agree. Um, she used to be a beauty pageant queen too. Entertainment Tonight, and then she also hosted TRL. So we're both right. Yeah, she's a good host. Not yeah. worth watching the show for. Sorry, Vanessa. No, don't I'd watch, watch Love show. is Blind. Love is Blind is fine. I'd watch that. I wouldn't watch I The agree. Ultimatum. I agree. If you're on the fence, don't. Don't do it. If you're like, hey, I've heard a lot of people talk about this show. I just don't think it's worth the time. I don't think so either. But, but I did watch every single episode. So, But it wasn't worth it. No. No, no, no. no. Um, moving on. So Coachella weekend happened last weekend and this weekend is your newsfeed filled with Coachella stuff um just from like maybe influencers that I follow but not really from friends I think I have one or two social media friends that actually attended but Mm. it's mostly people who are paid to be there how about you do you follow a lot of influencers I, I I wouldn't say influencers I would say like I follow some people from The Bachelor that I like. Yeah. Like that kind of influencer, not just somebody who got famous because like they were pretty and they could dance on TikTok. Like I don't do any of those people. Um, yeah. Just kind of like celebrities that have endorsements. I, mostly I would say it would, it would be Bachelor people that I would see at these kinds of events on my, on my feed. Out. That checks out. What about you? Um, I'm kind of the same. I went through like, I don't know, maybe a year ago or so. I pretty much unfollowed anybody who wasn't like a friend who I didn't know. I was just kind of like, this brings me down sitting here and seeing these people who have like, who are incredibly filtered living these like crazy lifestyles and stuff. It, it made me feel bad about myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, why do I need this negativity like that I'm creating all the time? But since then, there have been some like fashion influencers and like you said, like bachelor contestants, people like yeah. that, that I follow. I feel pretty lucky and that I don't get FOMO from those people mm. at all. Like, yeah, lucky. yeah I, I feel really, really, I feel really lucky about that part of my personality is that I'm like, oh, cool. They're having fun. Like, I'm not yeah. like, oh, I'm not doing it. I, I, do it. I think I skew more that way for sure too. But I would lie if I were to say that, like, I didn't ever feel that. I think there are some situations where you're like, oh man, I wish I was on a tropical vacation somewhere what am I doing kind of a thing I get that but we do have pretty great lives so there is that I I feel fortunate as well um but anyways so Coachella uh we've got Harry Styles Billie Eilish and Swedish House Swedish House Mafia in the weekend headlining do you know how it works like do they do the same set both weekends because they play last weekend and they play this upcoming weekend. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that they did that. So I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But I should have re- researched that. But I think Swedish I'm, House and The Weekend were supposed to just be like sub performers, right? They were supposed to be a little further down the list. But when Kanye uh, canceled, they became a joint headliner. Yeah, they were like, hey, um, well, The Weekend. <laughs> I Good for The Weekend. He came in and he was like, you're going to pay me what you were going to pay Kanye. Cause it oh, was really? Like, sub- yeah. It was substantially more than what he was going to get. And yeah. I, yeah, I think they just didn't want somebody else to drop out. So they yeah. caved and gave him what they were going to give Kanye. That's a great move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, have you seen any stories about his performance? I haven't. Did, so maybe he's he this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's well, how it I works. mean, but, but it's, it's three, it's three, yeah, three, three nights, headliners two. in three nights. So you'd think, you know, you would think that people would, would uh, research this stuff before podcasting about it, but <laughs> people these days. We're, we're discovering it together. <laughs> Come on. It's real. No, um, but uh, yeah, let's, I, we can talk about the things that we have seen. Yeah. Harry Styles and Shania Twain. Let's go. <laughs> that <laughs> moment would have. Like anybody in our age group had to have, like their brain had to have exploded. Like Harry Styles is on stage and you hear that, and everyone just looks around like, what? What? And you're like, oh, it was a freak. He's he's just, and then he does it again. You're like, oh my gosh. And up from the ground pops Shania Twain. And she says, let's go girls. Like, 
how how did that come to be because I Harry I don't Styles know if you picked a more perfect women. person yeah not that she's old but like he loves like women that are older than him and like mm-hmm. respects them and just everything so like it's it's just such a wonderful thing. His re- yeah. his interaction with her was so sweet. He was like, I didn't see the video. I just um, saw like, like afterwards they were gonna do an acoustic song, and he was just sitting next to her. They're holding hands, and he's like, Shania, you gave every time my mom and I were in the car together, we would sing Shania Twain, and we have Aww. so many memories growing up of singing your songs in our car, and you've given me so many memories with my mom. I thank you. And it was just like the most precious thing. It was so sweet. So so cute. Good call, Harry. That was exceptional. I mean, just so pure. Yeah, I get more excited for guests' appearances on things like Coachella or like the Super Bowl than I do for the actual person. I'm like, who is it? Because you're not expecting them. You have no time to mentally prepare yeah so good also you, of- it's hard to surprise you <laughs> <laughs> surprises don't get past me I think the the one surprise that got past me recently was Katie Maldi showing up yeah but that's it um but yeah anyways back to Harry Styles did you see he potentially rumor is he's engaged to Olivia Wilde I have seen that speaking of older women how how I'll Google it, but how much older is Olivia Wilde than Harry Styles? I bet she's 15 years older than him. No, maybe 10. 10. I'm giving her 10. Wilde is 37 and Styles is 27. Yeah, 10 years. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. There's rumors out there. I mean, she's been divorced now for like two years. Something like that. Probably been with Harry for a year of that. She's been with some people that people just love. I mean, Ted Lasso to Harry Styles. That's a great great. jump. Jason Sudeikis. Mm -hmm. This is actual. I have her kids with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, but they didn't Mm -hmm. actually, actually, they didn't get married. No, they just, that's it. It's not divorced. Yeah, they were just like partnering. Common common law, marriage, like been together long enough, living together long enough that maybe it's like 10 years. It might be. Wow. I thought oh, they were together for a while. Yeah. yeah for so sure. Yeah. Do you do you like them as a couple? Mm, I don't know it well enough. I mean, I think she's cool and I think he's cool. I just don't know if like how they would be as a couple, but I mean, yeah, I support it. What about you? Yeah. I don't not support it. I gotta plug yeah. in my, my laptop. You could talk about Billie Eilish while I'm plugging in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so Billie Eilish was the, well, is officially the youngest headliner ever at 20. That's that is, she's done such cool things in her life. And I know, I was going to say, she's won, like, all the awards. She's headlining Coachella and all being herself. Like, just yeah, being so the, different. The 007 movie. She mm-hmm. did the soundtrack for them. I know there's like a whole long list of things she's done, but yeah, she's totally herself the whole time, which is so, it's gonna be so hard. She grew up in LA. I know we've talked, we've talked about, yeah, we've talked about, we don't have to get too deep into it, but she impresses me very much. Yes. Me too. I, if I had kids growing up in an era of listening to music right now, I would be okay with them listening to Billie Eilish and just like kind of having her as a role model. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So that was a good headliner. Um, I want to know who would be your dream three headliners. Can you think of three off the top that you would be like, this is the Coachella I want to go to? Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed, Ed Sheeran, probably. Ooh, nice. I've seen him in concert. He's, I really like Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, I really like I really have liked ZZ Ward. She's not huge. Um, she wouldn't be a headline. She wouldn't, ha- she wouldn't headline, but like if it's my concert, she could headline. That's fine. <laughs> um, uh, it would be kind of fun. Like I know they do, they're doing like a lot of 90s throwback people coming back kind of a thing. So of course it'd be cool to see like the Spice Girls. Go so out there. funny. 
So my, I was in my head thinking of my answer to this question as we we're talking. And I was like, I would just go full nineties. <laughs> like <laughs> I would have this, I would have the Spice Girls there. I would have NSYNC and Backstreet Boys or something along those lines where it's just totally different. Yeah. I mean, NSYNC would be different because you wouldn't have JT probably, but Backstreet still throws on a show. Victoria uh, Johnson took me to a Backstreet Boys concert at SCSU like five years ago. Mm-hmm. and. Psh- they, they still throw down. Like it's, yeah. They sound the exact same. They, they have good energy. It was good. I feel, like, I feel like if it was a Coachella event, it was this big, crazy thing, then you might be able to get JT to come back to NSYNC. I would like JT by himself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> big JT fan. I really like his <laughs> album with the, the suit and tie one. The 2020 experience, I think, is my yeah. favorite. That came if out he like just, our he did that junior, album. Year, junior year of high school? No, I, I lived down here when it came out. Oh. Yeah, totally, that's post-college. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I would just want that album. Yeah. And then that's maybe like stuff. Senorita. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, um, into doubling down. I came up with one. I don't know if you have one. I didn't. But, I, I just like, I like piggybacking off yours. I like doubling down on your doubling down. <laughs> I, I'm hard like to group text because you are too, because like our friends don't all live here. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple that I'm part of, and I, a couple friends, they will text in either like individual words or like individual sentences, and then like six in a row. How do you feel about it? No, I mean, don't blow me up like that. I'm already kind of annoyed to be in a group text. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Like, thank you for including me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, oh gosh, here we go. I usually mute group texts if yes. I get added to them. I've had to mute them and then just like go in and participate when I want to because you just ding, 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 yeah. like four or five in a row because they're like completing the thought. But it's kind of like write out the thought and the text message. <laughs> but, but then- I will say sometimes when I text people, I write in a stream of consciousness like that too. That's like if something like crazy is going on at the moment, like I understand there are use cases for it. Yeah. But like if that's just, and I, some people have that texting style. So like that's their style. I can't knock them for it. Like exactly. Right. It's just my preferences. Complete the thought. What's your What's your texting style? Are you using like full sentences, solid punctuation? Are you like, peppering in a lot of emojis exclamation points like what do you what's your game plan there mm-hmm. I do full sentences I don't abbreviate much yeah. um I find myself doing kind of a mix of emojis sometimes like I'll actually go in and choose a smiley but a lot of the times I do like the colon with the, the oh old school smiley yeah and sometimes it'll just be a mix because it's really quick to just like press those two buttons versus yeah. like going in and choosing which mood I want yeah. so yeah I do a lot of that what about you? Uh, yes, I'm big on full sentences and, and good um, grammar, solid yes. grammar. If somebody doesn't text me that way, I am not going to lie. I judge slightly. Oh, if you, don't, <laughs> if you send me something and there's not like a punctuation, I'm like, mm, something's wrong with yeah. you. Yeah. Or like, what are you up to with like an R and a U and then like an up and a number two? I would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not your style. Uh, yeah, one, one, yeah. More, one more thing about group texting. I was going to talk about the oh, etiquette. Yeah, so sorry. So sorry. Is there's the new Apple functionality where you can like people's. Oh, yeah. And that has just, it has a place. Like, I will, I'll do it because, like, somebody will, like, post a really cool picture or somebody yeah. will have, like, they'll contribute something, like, really that you want to interact with, but you don't necessarily have words to do it. So, like, mm-hmm. you double tap and heart it. But if you, if your sound is on, you're getting a ping for every single person that's liking that. So I think of what I've learned is if I, if you're in a group text and any of this bugs you, because it's a personal thing, again, that's just me. I and mean, they, people can text however they want. That's just personal. Yeah. <laughs> I will mute the conversation and then contribute, like come back in and reread it. Interesting to me that you, well, it's just interesting because I don't do this. Uh, my phone's always on silent. Always. Mine is almost always on silent. It's used, the sound is on if uh, like I'm expecting somebody to deliver something or I know somebody's like going to have to get a hold of me and I'm going to have to hear yeah. the call. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, um, last thing we got on here, 
is slang of the youth. Yeah. And the slang of the youth is Gucci. I think Gucci means like, that's good. That's solid. Um, let's see here. Texting with proper grammar is Gucci. <laughs> Sitting at a baseball game with a hot dog and a beer in your hand. You're Gucci. We Gucci. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is what it means. I just picked this one. Cause I think it's funny. Like, did somebody from the brand start this? No, I think like somebody was like, that's good. And then good went to Gucci. What a good what a turn of fortune Gucci, for Gucci. Gucci turn of events for them. Yeah. Like just for your brand to be synonymous with we're good is yeah. pretty, pretty legit. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, what are you up to this weekend? What's, what's coming up in the next couple of days for you? Uh, finally nothing. Like I said, Kyle's been at, he's had two weekends where he's had bachelor parties mm-hmm. and, um, I've been holding down the fort and kind of organizing stuff, but he is going to be with me now. So we're just going to kind of yeah. like do overall haul stuff, like clean yeah. our garage and like do boring married people stuff, waiting for a baby kind of stuff. But yeah. I'm looking forward to it because he can, obviously I can't lift right now. So yeah. Well, if very, you need any helpful. help, let me know. Thanks. Yeah, what are you up to? Uh, we are celebrating our two-year anniversary. So going You want to do that to... in my garage? <laughs> no. You just offer not... help. <laughs> no, I want to help you this weekend. I was just saying, I'll help you I'm whenever you need I'm... help. What are you doing for your anniversary? Gosh. <laughs> um, we are going up to Encinitas. And we are going to spend the weekend up there with the pups. We're going to go to a dinner at a restaurant that I've really been wanting to go to. It's called Urban Sea. It's by one of the Top Chef contestants. Nice. And yeah, they have, he has another one down here called Urban Wood. And that's definitely one of my like top three restaurants around San Diego. And you're saying so, H-E-R-B and yeah. C, not herb. Urban. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. Herb and C. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Should be fun. Yeah, that's the thing about living here is you could do a staycation at any of the hotels and you feel like you're in luxury. Yeah, <laughs> the sure. weather and everything's really nice. So, yeah, oh, it's like supposed to be a nice be a weekend. weekend. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees too. So, yeah. I think we'll go to the Del Mar Dog Beach and do all that kind of like be by the water kind of stuff. Yeah, sounds like a clutch weekend. Good, good call, yeah. you two. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh-huh. Well, if you've listened this far, uh, happy Friday. And, happy uh, Friday. See you on the Fridays from here on out. I imagine we'll take a break in uh, June at some point when little man decides to appear. But other than that, we plan on being here every I think Friday. It could, I think it could be a great activity while you're like feeding him. But I don't know how any of that works. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm feeding him. I just I just don't know when that when he's going to come is my thing is what I'm saying. Uh- Yes. <laughs> like what if he comes on a Thursday? I'm not gonna record well, that day probably. I mean that would be pretty inconsiderate of him, actually. <laughs> so we'll see. We yeah. will see. Well, have a great week, everybody, and thanks again for tuning in. See ya.